Welcome to another edition of The Broadcast, and I'm Vicky Barcelona, and with me as always is Ooh Sarah. Oh, hey. We've missed you. We have. We have good excuses-ish. Uh, <laughs> uh, but before we get into it, what is our contact info? Well, we have an Instagram. It's the broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029. Or you can email us at thebroadcast999 at gmail.com. We apologize for not being here. Last week we had a weird Wednesday off. A random middle of the day off. Or week. Yeah, yeah, middle of the week off. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was very nice, like, going into, like, Tuesday, like, I don't work tomorrow. Yeah, and, it was it was a little confusing for me. Oh, yeah. Thursday hit or like Wednesday night hit. And I was like, crap, tomorrow's Monday. Oh, I forgot to do A, B and C over the weekend. Wait, no, it's Thursday. You're doing yeah. everything this weekend. I know. Tuesday, I was like, ooh, I don't have a bedtime tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so nice. Oh, man. But the week before that, we actually did experience some technical difficulties. Oh, yes. yeah. So we couldn't use the computer in here because they were fixing it. So that was so- fun. Yeah, so we couldn't have done anything. I'm sorry. No, but... uh, But now we're back. Yes, and we did get... I think we got a couple of messages. Uh, Wanted to give a quick shout-out. Stevie, yes, I got your birthday card that you sent me, and yes, I got the friend's reference. Uh, It's like a donation uh, has been made in your name uh, for the New York City Ballet, and every time I read anything that says or hear anything, a donation has been made in your name, dot, 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 I immediately think of the friend's reference. Oh, so, I, I think I kind of actually remember that episode. That was the episode where Chandler gets fired. Or no, oh. no, no, he quits. He decides to quit because he got stuck working on Christmas Eve. Yes, yes. And uh, his like his job just totally sucks and everyone's working overtime on Christmas Eve. And they're like, oh, well, the boss has got you a good bonus. Hey, here you go. And it's like a donation has been made in your name to the New York <laughs> City Ballet. Thanks. <laughs> That's their bonus. Yes. I mean, I guess they could write it off on their taxes if it was made in their name, maybe. I, I uh. feel like most people would rather just have the money. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and so that at the end, uh, when Chandler comes home, uh, they're like, oh, let's open presents. Like, here you go. I got you guys something. And it's the the same. It's like a donation has been made in your name. It's like mine says it was addressed to Stephanie Myers. Oh, he or took something. all of them. And he's like, I don't have a job. He's like, like, what do you want from me? Because he was trying to play it off. Like, I thought this year we could do stuff for other people. <laughs> no one bought it. No. So that I totally got the reference. Thank you, Stevie. I love it. Like, I love cards. I think they're just so sweet. Oh, my God. I do, too. I've gotten, actually, like, a few in the mail mm-hmm. being, like, congratulations on your, and I, on your, like, engagement. And, like, for me, I rarely ever receive letters in the mail or cards, you know? Mm-hmm. Unless it's, like you meet meet up with someone and they have like a gift for you and then there's a card in there maybe right. but just like a random card in the mail that just says like gradual I was like oh this is so old school I love it I feel like cards nowadays have just become like a recip- like a reciprocal f- or not reciprocal um receptacle for money yeah yeah or a gift card yes exactly so yeah usually you think there's something in it but it's kind of just so sweet to just get a card like I had my cousin I told her so when you have little kids they're drawing all the time. Like, mommy, yeah. I made you a picture. And I told her, hey, if the kids ever draw me, want to draw me pictures, like, I don't remember how we got into this conversation, uh, feel free to send them to me. I'll put them up. And oh, I, like on your fridge or something? Yeah. And actually one I did frame because I put it right next to the picture of my nieces. And I oh. thought like, and I, I sent them a video like, hey, look, here's your picture. And they were so excited. I'm surprised you don't have like 
hundreds of drawings. Well, like it also uh, stamps cost money, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, those are the They'll only just ones. Just send you a big box full right. of yeah, all of their artwork. They probably just tell them they sent sent you send you right. all She's of like, it, but eh, they just throw it away. It. Yeah, which I'm okay with too. Like, but if they every now and then it's nice you get a letter it's like like so i think she sent me a birthday card last year with it with the, the drawing in it and i was like oh look, i love that and i keep, yeah. i love keeping all my birthday cards i have a special box for them oh man i have so many i hoard <laughs> it's I not think, good honestly like if you don't if you feel bad that they're in a box and you're hoarding them like turn it into like a photo album or something like or something where Aww. you can slide them in like a yeah. uh, like a protective cover or something do you know what i have been starting to do and wish i like always started to do was like write the date of when you got the card because oh. my grandma always does that so okay. she'll be like 2018 and then I'll keep the card because it's kind of nice to be like wow I wonder when the hell she sent this and then to think like oh my god she sent this like four five six you know however many years mm -hmm. ago so that's what I've been doing with well, my card that makes sense too because I think you think of like cards for little kids like happy happy seventh birthday they don't make it for happy 32nd birthday yeah no <laughs> no <laughs> only for the big milestones when you get hella right. old and then do you really want those no so it, it's a little it's yeah that's that's actually a really good idea maybe you should start doing that but I feel bad that I hadn't done it yet <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know like well I when I started dating uh J-Rubs we would do the anytime there would be like the photo mm -hmm. photo album what are they called photo booths photo uh -huh. booths so every time we'd visit a place that had that we'd always do one of those and so then it got to the point where I had like five six on the fridge and then I was like wow I don't even remember which one's first I don't remember like where we were so then I that's when I started with okay let me go back were we in San Francisco were we in Seattle let me right. write the date because I want to remember and if I don't remember a few years later like I'm not going to remember in like five ten years from now and and that's kind of like the problem what I realized with like cameras as like when you used to have cameras as opposed to camera phones is we are such a selfie nation so let's say you go visit somewhere it's like cool I realize that you in this picture you're in Japan, you're in Europe, you're in this and that, but they all look the same. You could literally be in your bedroom right now with different backdrops yeah. and we couldn't tell the difference. So it's, unless you're having somebody else take a picture for you, they're not really that, you can't really tell the difference. Like, unless maybe I had bangs in this, maybe like now I don't, or this tattoo shows up in this picture. I so. think of that when I like go hiking or mm -hmm. something. I'm like, do I really want to fill my camera phone up with all of these pictures of nature that honestly probably look very similar mm -hmm. to a hike I've already done before unless that we I take just... some epic pictures unless yeah um, or unless it's like a really new spot that's like mm -hmm. really well known that I've never been to type of thing but I'm like a lot of waterfalls look like other waterfalls like it was, I mean I think about that like every year like it's, about, get it's about to be October mm -hmm. like you're gonna go to the pumpkin patch I'm like but I took some hello cute pictures like last year and the year before. Like, should I just reuse those some of those pictures? Just get some pump like do a different funny pose each year. Like make pumpkin boobies next year, pumpkin butt cheeks. <laughs> well, see, I'm so like I like tradition and this so mm -hmm. I always usually do a, a very, if not the exact same type of picture Ooh. every year. I might have a way to like balance it out. Oh. You do that. It's like you know those games you play where it's like you add a move. So it's like, oh, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you do that. Like every year you add a new pose. And then every year after that, you have to do that pose plus another one. Oh, that'd be. Why didn't you tell me this like five years ago? I don't know. I just came up with it. That would, and then like put it like a flip book. Kind yeah. Of, you know, how people do the different drawings. So it makes like you're doing a cartwheel and right. the horse, something like that. Something oh. like that. Yeah. We're like every. Yeah, exactly. 
You're doing like a high kick, a cartwheel. Like oh, you can start it once you get married. Okay, okay. Or now that you're engaged, you can start it, I guess. And that could be from that moment on. So it feels like it starts at a milestone, so you don't feel like you missed out the years prior. Yeah. Okay. okay that's it's true. it's weird that we ha- we have to put these like weird like stipulations on it to make ourselves feel better. I know. I'm not. I was like, it's too late. We should have done this years ago. But <laughs> now you're engaged. True. <laughs> you're betrothed. God, I can picture uh, my man not being. I'm being like, okay, we need to get my leg just an inch higher than it was last year, okay? And him not being, him being like, it looks all the same. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, now that you're engaged, you have like a new thing, so like you can do the same poses you've done before, but with your ring. And yeah, that's true. Whenever that's you true. have kids, you can do all the same things, but pregnant. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and then with the kids. Exactly, and then have the kids do their signature poses when they get one, because you know they're gonna. Oh, they better. My little brother right now, he's doing the whole, like, you put your fingers, fish hook your cheeks, and you stick your tongue oh, out. Oh, spread your, uh, uh, you spread your, um, your cheeks. mouth. Uh, yeah, far apart. He loves oh, doing that. Oh, that kind of hurts It, me, uh, it does. Ah, How, yeah. Our faces aren't yeah. as stretchy as it used to be. I don't like that. Um, it's probably cute when he does it. But. Oh, very. But it's like, where did you learn this? And then your fingers are all wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did, going back to Sarah being engaged, we did get oh. a message. Oh. It says, what's up, ladies? It's Eric with the silent H here. Been a while since I messaged you. It has. Congrats to Sarah on the engagement. <gasps> Thank you. Um, I have, so we, we, we had talked about in a previous episode, like different mon- like ways to save money and stuff. Yes, like the the get a Costco cake and stuff. Like those yes, are just random when it ideas. Comes to weddings, mm-hmm. yeah. Because be, add the word wedding to it, and they will jack up the price a ridiculous amount. If it was even if it was a party of the same size, yeah. Uh, he says, uh, "Get married on a Friday." Ooh, I'm so committed to a Saturday. Right. So <laughs> I think the price difference for the venue rental where my wife and I got married from Friday to Saturday was close to two thousand dollars. Ugh. I mean, in, like, don't get me started on, like, a Wednesday one. Like, that, like, but who yeah, wants just, to get married on a Wednesday? Just have it on a, on a hump day. Why not? Right. Or, like, a Tuesday. I mean, you could do it on, like, a President's Day. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, that's okay. probably, like, if you do it, like, a Labor Day weekend or something, Sundays are probably just going to be as expensive as a Saturday. But, I mean, you could do it on a Monday. Oh, I'm not, yeah, but I'm trying to do it when everyone has the day off after. Ah. Uh, yeah. Good call. Good oh, yeah. call. Um. It says, plus vendors will likely have more availability on a weekday. And I also wanted to let Vicky know about a band that popped up on uh, my Spotify called Amaranth. In my head, I could say it, but now I can't. What is that? Spell it out. Amaranth. 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 A-M-A-R-A-N-T-H-E. I think that's how you say it. Yes, Amaranth. I was adding way too many syllables in there. Did we get it? <laughs> I think so. Says uh, the, they have three singers, but their main vocalist is oh. a woman, and they are very similar to In This Moment or a heavier Evanescence. Ooh. Have you heard of them before? Mm-mm. I'm totally down. I've been, it's weird. Like this last t- week or so, my musical, like what I've been listening to, like my playlist, have literally just been jumping from completely different spectrums. Like from one to another, or like you were there last week and now you're at a totally different place this week. Like even like day to day, like yesterday. So oh, okay. I have a playlist and I call it "Romanticizing My Life." Wow, that is an epic 
ass title for a playlist. So it, it came off like this meme, and I'm sure I can find it real quick. What does that even mean? Romanticizing your life? Yes. Give me a second. I'll find it. But um, basically has like a lot of music that I like to listen to while I'm doing just random stuff at my house. Okay. Uh, like cooking or cleaning. And like it just puts me in a really like peaceful mood. Okay. I might be stupid, but when I think of romanticizing, I think of like romance. Is that not at all correct? Kind of. Um, it's basically like somebody wrote for a definition. They wrote, it means to really pay attention to all the little things happening around you. It means fully live in that moment and block out the thoughts about tomorrow, next week. You're just really enjoying all the little things and really loving those things. Oh, okay. Um, but somebody had put it in a really nice way, and I'm just trying to see um, if I can find it real quick. Please hold. <laughs> And with the power of editing, we are back. Woo! <laughs> uh, but I found the original post, and it was a Tumblr post. And somebody writes, uh, they're referring to the Studio Ghibli. And Studio Ghibli, if you don't know, is a Japanese studio that creates these really beautiful, fun movies like Kiki's Delivery Service. Uh, what was the other one that I was thinking of, too? Like Ponyo, Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, um, all those movies, basically. <laughs> And the post, in there, it never clicked to me why I did like those movies. Yeah. Until this person put it really well. It says, I think the reason I enjoy Ghibli so much is that it romanticizes the little things. It makes me want to bake and study and clean the house, garden, and more while listening to happy music and occasionally picking wildflowers while lying in the grass. It helps me find joy in the day-to-day -day life. And honestly, that is so important for my mental health. And uh, Hayu Miyazaki, who I believe is one of the creators or runners of, of uh, Studio Ghibli, has said on numerous occasions that he wants children to know what, even when the world seems harsh and life is hard, it's always still worth living and there's always something beautiful in it. Hmm. That mental health boost is intentional and Miyazaki wants you to believe that you should continue to live even if it's just for those little things. So I read that and I found myself like there's certain music like certain songs and music that would like put me in a really nice mood like because you, yeah sometimes I'll cling to you know Lady Gaga and yeah and Kesha and stuff you but know more one of, upbeat one of those like of moves like you're just dancing and stuff while you're cleaning and sometimes you just kind of want to take it slow like you know what I don't have anything planned I don't have to go anywhere you maybe have like a cider a glass of wine or whatever and you just take your time and you like, cleaning isn't fun. Like, the end yeah. result is great. But totally. the actual act of cleaning isn't fun. But, like, you you take pride in what you're doing. Like, this is going to make my house look so much better. I'm going to feel better. And so this music kind of puts me at peace. And it, like, puts... So are they kind of more chill songs? Yeah, usually. Rather than, like, upbeat songs? Um, Some of them are a little bit more upbeat. Some of them are a little bit more on the chill side. But they're all kind of in that folky world region, usually. Oh. Um... So I will, going back to the original point of this, is like I've been going back and forth from that kind of music. So yeah. I have like Hozier's on there. Actually, I can put up my playlist right now because it's oh, right yeah. here. Fantasizing. Oh, wait, what's the word? Romanticizing. <laughs> I don't think you'll About know most. Lives. I don't think you'll know most of these bands. Maybe not by name, but you might have heard some of their music before. And yeah. I'm not going to play them just because I'm not sure if we're allowed to. <laughs> Um, but like the paper kites, the head and the heart, iron and wine. And the cool thing with like certain uh, music streaming apps and stuff, 
Uh, they'll let you like whatever you they notice you were putting in that playlist. It'll start suggesting stuff like it. Oh, yeah. I love when they do that. So that's how I end up finding a lot of these. Like I have Chris Stapleton in here, the Lumineers, the Oh Hellos. Um, there's a band. I really love this song, Michigan by the Milk Carton Kids. <laughs> um, and then I go to some other ones that are a little bit more on the uh, like Lovey Dovey one. Like I have Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Uh, but then I have kind of more, I call them like my weird stoner chill music. It's, I, I don't know what else to call it. It's just what I used to listen to when I was, when I would smoke when I was a teenager. Um, like I got Snow Patrol on here. My friend hit me with this song cause he was asking me to translate the lyrics for him. And it's a, like a Spanish song from Me mm. like it's a Mexican singer. And it, it was just, just beautiful kind of. I don't want to say mariachi exactly. She does do mariachi singing, um, but it's a very simplistic. There's not a lot going on in the song. It's just her singing and I think maybe some guitar. And then because she's a younger singer, I think I actually watched some videos with my mom and grandma recently of this girl, Angelica Aguilar. Um, and she is like the daughter and or granddaughter of like some famous Mexican musicians. And she oh, wow. is equally as talented. And she's like 14. Dang. Uh, she's so if, if she's who all I think in, in the same playlist. This is all in the same playlist, oh and my this God. this will keep me in like I'm I'm feeling this mood right now. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to this, or like you know, it's like I it's also one of those like if I had a partner, this would be really cute music to like do stuff with around the house. But then I can also appreciate it being like single, that kind of a thing. Yeah, it puts you in a happy mood. Your mental state is like okay, mm -hmm. I may be cleaning or. What up? But I'm mm -hmm. having a great time. And then yesterday I went to, like, I was listening to that for a while. And I'm like, I don't know. This isn't cutting it anymore. I listened to this yesterday and most of today. What else can I do? And I'm literally scrolling through my playlists. Like, what is my playlist right now? And then I went to what I call the industrial ballet. What? So many years ago, I my friend found this event on Facebook called, like, an industrial ballet. Okay. And uh, it was a ballet but with set to industrial music. Hi. Whoa, hello. Is that the ballet is saying something? Yeah, right. I'm trying to like turn that off. Stop it. Uh no, so it was it was gorgeous. It was super awesome. Like you can interpret it any way you want. You know how like some ballets, like you have the nutcracker, you kind of know what's going on. You don't really know what's going on. Like there's so much tension. How is the music? Stuff. Is it ballet? It was fantastic. No, so industrial music is like kind of like nine inch nails. Oh, and they do ballet to that? Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, there's different dope. versions, obviously. There's so much industrial music out there. It's techno mixed with metal, basically. Uh, that's just amazing that yeah. they dance to that oh, ballet so, style. It was so gorgeous. I'm sure I, you can find some on Google. Like somebody might have filmed something once. Um, but when I was in my late teens, I was dating a guy, and he introduced me to a crap ton of music. He's the one that introduced me to... Nirvana and Soundgarden, but he also introduced me to a lot of industrial music that I really loved because I was already into techno. So <laughs> I went completely opposite from like sweet and floaty yeah. to my industrial playlist, which I call Sometimes it. you need that though. Mm -hmm. Like I, I I mean I call it the industrial ballet based off of the ballet I saw. Yeah. I love but getting there's like a bunch yeah. of different artists in there. I love calling I, I love giving really cute nicknames to my playlists. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just have fun with it. Uh, but like, so, are you gonna check out this new band? Um, that Eric with the silence. Yeah, C's like I feel like it's gonna yeah. definitely fit into that category because this is kind of like I went full on, like 
for those, if you want some industrial music recommendation, uh, one of my old-time favorites is a band called Suicide Commando. <laughs> oh, I like that name. Uh, like, I have some other songs, like Blind, Torture, and Kill, oh. or Conspiracy with the Devil, Oh, Hellraiser. <laughs> some of my wow, favorites. Sound hardcore. Love Breeds Suicide, which I actually have some of those lyrics tattooed on me. You would. Oh, my God, that song. Like, because I heard they have it both industrial, and then they also came out with, like, just the piano and singing. Oh, that's cool, and bands do that. Yeah, it was so, like, I, both versions are pretty awesome. A totally different vibe. Oh, yeah. Like, I was also really into, and I recently found this in my recommended songs, Velvet Acid Christ. And I was like, that is my stoner industrial music days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because they're so weird. Um, like, oh, my God, I forgot about Wump Scud. Scut. I think that's how you say it. Wump Scut. <laughs> you got a yeah. lot on there. Yeah. So I am very excited for new music, especially if it's kind of in the range that I've been listening to. Um but I'll get into like these, I call it, I have my teen, my 2000s teen angst playlist. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was that? Like the Blink and the Good Charlotte and like uh, that kind of stuff? That's more, well, I guess that was technically 2000s. I was more going for my high school years. Like I was my still. My Chemical. My Chemical Romance, yeah. Three Days Grace, Breaking Benjamin, Chevelle. Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park, a crap ton of Lincoln Park. <sighs> Evanescence. I think I had some Lacuna Coil in there. Corn, System of a Down. Wow. Uh, yeah, so that like sometimes I'll go through phases where that's all I will listen to for like two weeks. That's but, good though. Yeah, so that is going that might like end up in multiple ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I'm curious, like what music that have you been like really into lately? Like, is there a band? Is there a album? You know, I'm so old school that like my car is a radio, so. Like I'm, I have the little tape cassette that you could like try to plug your uh -huh. phone in, but it's such crappy quality. Mm. Like it's one of those you keep having to adjust it type Ugh. of things. So I just listen to the radio. <laughs> so whatever is on there. But like you um, know when you're at home. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm still old school, and I have an iPod. <laughs> I thought you were I haven't updated in like way too long. So I'm more of like the old school with you, like early like 2000s maybe some 2010s in there but yeah I I don't know I don't really like get I mean I'm kind of chill with my music kind as in like I'll just same. listen to whatever yeah whatever's on the radio or if like in my FM in my guy's car like whatever he is listening <laughs> to I'm just like okay like I don't really get in like like I don't like blast music and like clean or anything right yeah like it's interesting because like I have um, my phone or my car has like an auxiliary cord. Yeah. Does it work well? No, because I have a phone that doesn't have an auxiliary port. Oh, that's handy. So I have like the, the one you connect to the radio and Bluetooth and stuff, but it doesn't sound great. So yeah. I, I have weird ears anyways. Like my ears, like if something gets too loud for too long, uh, my ears start ringing. Oh. Oh, that sounds so horrible. I'm like, I don't like it ringing. So like, I'm that weirdo that my dad has like, hey, I'll set up your speakers and stuff. I'm like, I don't need it that loud. Like loud enough for me to hear and enjoy it. Yeah, I don't need like subwoofers in my car. No, like it just it's too loud and the bass always hits wrong and it just messes up my ears and I don't like it. My mom's the same way, I guess. But uh, I'll usually just listen and like I'll put the speaker on my phone and listen to that when I'm driving. And that's oh, enough. Oh, so you just put your phone on. Yeah, and that's enough for me. Oh, and you'd rather do that than listen to the radio? Um, sometimes I'll go to the radio, but it's just, like I said, like it depends on my mood. If I'm like, yeah. I really want the romanticizing my life playlist or 
play us a tune, which is like my only folky, like I got my Johnny Cash in there, like more of my country vibe. Like, I guess you drive way more than I do anyway. Yes. I feel like if I was to drive more than like an hour, mm-hmm. or, you know, because then like the radio usually, okay, now they repeat themselves. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I've already heard the song type of thing. <laughs> that would make sense to, okay, maybe I'm going to go to a playlist of my own. Um, but I, I would never think of just playing, playing from my phone. Hmm. Well, like, I don't know if anybody else does this. I, I don't know if this is a thing with my ADHD or what, or maybe this is just like, I'm more like, you know how they say you have type A or type B brains. You're either like more creative or more technical, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so since I was a little kid, like I, I remember being like eight years old doing this. And whatever music I'm listening to, if I'm not in like focused into a conversation or doing something, my brain and sometimes even when I am doing stuff, it's going on in the background. I will start coming up with music videos or scenarios or create a movie out of whatever I'm listening to. I used to do that in school when like they would Mm -hmm. let you listen to like your iPod when you Mm -hmm. would do your homework or something. And I used to teach dance. Uh So instead of like doing my homework, I would be creating a routine in my brain. And I think it all depends on what your thing is. Like, I've always loved movies. And I actually jokingly thought to myself yesterday, I'm like, I should have. One of the things I used to want to do is go into become like into the movie business, like editor and stuff and like oh, create like, movies or director yeah. or whatever. Producer. Like, I think producers just put the money in. I'm not oh, sure. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. But I mean, some producers have more say or do whatever. But I feel like if you really want say in how a thing is done, I think you have to be a director. Yeah. And so when it came to like visualizing like how like the camera angles, the shots, like, okay, I'm going to start from right here and then we're going to have somebody walk in and the camera, um, the depth perception is going to or the um, depth of field is going to change. So it's going to go from blurry to in focus when it gets closer. Like I always have that all planned out in my head, Uh, but I'll either plan it out in a technical sense or I'll plan it out in a um, storyline sense. Okay. And you do that when people are talking to you, if there's like a song on or something? If it's a song that really grabs me sometimes, but oh. I try to be, it's, it's a lot. Uh, if, if it really bugs me, like I really want to hear it and I kind of want to do a thing, I'll try really hard to maintain focus into the conversation. But if I'm just at home cleaning and stuff, like sometimes I'll like pretend like that'll use the clean. Like, okay, I'm creating a movie. The song is really chill. Like, okay, so what's happening in the movie? They're in a house. The house is going to look like this. And this is what the shots going to be at. That sounds a fun way to clean. <laughs> um, but like that is my brain constantly coming up with either scenarios or stories or movies or whatever. Like that's why when I jokingly tell somebody, I'm like, I, like I have planned out every possible scenario for everything in my life because my brain does not stop. <laughs> yeah, just thinks of it all. So I am curious. I know that was a long way from. We still got a little bit more of the message to go by. Um, it, but I'm curious if anybody else does that. Yeah, I bet they do, especially if you have kind of more of the creative side. Mm-hmm. And now I'm curious, like, I didn't even think about that, like, because I'm more into the movie aspect of it or the filming, and you're into the dance op, like, pos- yeah. like, and so I was like, wait, I didn't even think about, like, you know, other people could do it, but differently in that sense. Oh, that's why when people, like, listen to me, like, they have to listen to music, or they mm-hmm. can listen to music when they're, like, trying to study, mm-hmm. or trying to, like... I can't like if Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get something done or work done like I have to have the TV off I have to have music off because I will not focus see that's interesting because like I can't focus if I don't have something like it can't be super loud like I have to have music or the TV and sometimes it's on like volume three but I need to have it because otherwise I start focusing on other things like is there a fly at the wall it's like somebody (laughs) coming up the stairs no that's the neighbor 
Is that the dog? Is that the kids? What yeah, see, we're different in that. Yep. ADHD for the win or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to finish off uh, the uh, text from Eric with a silent H says, uh, I think you would dig them if you're not familiar with the band. Good luck planning the wedding, Sarah, and rock on, ladies. Thank you. That being said, have you done any other wedding stuff yet? Besides your cute booty pictures on the Instagrams? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, I got more, too. Um, No, not at all. (laughs) I talked with my mom. We kind of discussed, okay, we need to, like, at least look up some places and just kind of call them and get a rough estimate of Uh when, how booked out they are. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, no. (laughs) The first things first, I think, is really debating whether or not and if we are get it set soon ish mm-hmm. about an engagement party okay well like something like that you could definitely do at a restaurant well, yeah yeah COVID, I mean, we sorry <laughs> i know it's it's kind of like uh, yeah it's tough because we have to balance like okay well can we do it at a restaurant how many people can we have we wanted to do it at the restaurant that he proposed at but a lot of places aren't doing private events right now mm-hmm. or doing buyouts, which is where yeah. you like buy, out, buy the out the whole restaurant. restaurant. Um, uh, yeah. So it's kind of our latest, latest thing has been maybe renting an Airbnb and just renting a house and getting it catered. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Which honestly kind of sounds fun going to a different place. Like a, a different that's not house at your house. Then, yeah. Yeah. And then just, you know, I don't know, ordering pizzas or having it like chill. Like I don't want to okay, be like super so, stressed out so about it. So it's not it. like a super fancy. Because when I no. think of engagement party, I think of like wine and like. Well, if we were going to do it at a restaurant, we'd probably like have wine. A little nicer, yeah. A little nicer and invite obviously all the parents and old, older people. Mm-hmm. But last night I was thinking like, Why? well, I mean, <laughs> it's just your immediate family and my immediate family that are that live here. The rest of like our older people live on the East Coast mm-hmm. or in, his in California. And I'm like, why don't we just like have like a family dinner engagement party and then like have a party for, you know, everybody else. So that's yeah. kind of, but the that idea. was just last night that I said that. I haven't I, That's told a really the, good idea. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I haven't told the parents yet if they're cool with not being, but even BJ was like, do we go to the engagement party? Like he doesn't you even can. know because they didn't even have engagement parties back in the day. But I was like, I'm still at that age where or I'm still in that vibe where it's like, yeah, let's have a nice, sweet dinner. But like, then let's get faded. I feel like that's what a lot of good weddings are, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but as far as the wedding goes, no, there's been no progress. <laughs> that's fair. There is actually no no real rush. And until you really know what you want to do, like even looking up venues right now, like if you don't know like the theme, like let's say you want to like, quote unquote, elope in Vegas, yeah. like do the whole like Taco Bell wedding that we talk about, you know. Yeah, that we like, talk about. Talk? Oh, my God, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. But, I mean. So far. Enjoy uh, it. J-Rubs is absolutely zero help. So, Honestly. <laughs> or, and I should say zero help, but also very chill. I mean, that's all you can really ask for. Because I, I, I was talking to my, my cousin, who's also engaged. Her wedding is going to be in February. She says that. Uh, I saw her recently, by the way. Uh, we did a, quote, unquote, celebrated my birthday late. And she was saying, one, congratulations. She's like, I saw Sarah got engaged. Oh, thanks. Um, and two, uh, I was like, yeah, I basically, like, she, like, I think, well, 
he, her her fiance like doesn't really care if she yeah. runs by things. He's like the only thing he cared about was the DJ. Wow. And she's like, but he has been no help in finding one. Yeah. <laughs> like that's 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 about right. Yeah, that's kind of what hey. I figured. And then colors, I don't care. What he wears, I don't care. What the food, I don't care. Like, like he's so... like, I don't care. I, I think he might have picked out a suit color because I think it's like a like a dark, dark red or something, like a maroon. Ooh. And it looks, well, that's what it other people really are cool. asking me, like what my colors are. And I'm like, that is something I've never even thought about. Yeah. Like ever. Like I'm not one of those people that have been fantasizing this since I was like five. Mm-hmm. Like I've just never been one of those girls. So like some people already have. And in a weird way, it would have been nice if I had been fantasizing since I was five. Because I would have had this book. I would have had everything planned out already. But I really, like, I haven't. Pinterest, baby. I know. Well, I've been watching this show called Four Weddings. Uh, Have you heard of it? Yeah. It's like four different weddings. And and then the girls critique each other. Yeah, and they compete to win a honeymoon. But it's just fascinating to see how all the different kinds of weddings. And I'm really getting, like, ideas and more ideas of what I don't like. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of those, when you see weddings on, on like, reality shows and stuff, even if it's not celebrities, I feel like it's just an, it's an expression of, let me show you how rich or how much money we could blow. Like, how much money we could spend. Some of them are ratchet, though. Like, some of the wedding, yeah. Like, ratchet as in just, like, very tacky or ratchet as in cheap? Both. Okay. Yeah. There's been a few that I'm like, this doesn't, like, look good. Like... Well, because there's some like where I feel like they're trying to go for a theme and it just doesn't look good. Um, But they're still spending a crap ton of money to get this really ugly looking theme going. Yeah. Some of them, some of them they spend. Actually, I don't know. It's been like a wide range of some was like 10,000. Some was like 65,000. Like it's been a very wide range of money. Yeah. (sighs) But some were like. 75 guests and some were like 375 guests i mean did they invite like, my family because that sounds about right <laughs> yeah so it's it kind of it's fun to just be like oh like i should start writing what i like about this or what i don't like mm-hmm. about this you can do but then i'm also like oh, this is daunting and then i was like they should come to seattle and i should have no three other people getting married and i should be on this show because <laughs> i'd like a honeymoon i could pretend to get married to joe Oh my god, that'd be so! I'd be it'd be like a sibling like rivalry. Ooh, oh, that'd be brilliant. But, but then, then you guys like, have to ha- get married I, and have a wedding. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't want to waste all my ideas for my real wedding on that. Yeah, no. So then sorry, I'd have to Joe, come up with a whole it. new thing. Yeah, which yeah. I feel like you'd be. I, I could do. do. I could figure it out. Pinterest yeah. is my friend. Honestly, Pinterest can be your friend if you find something you like. You just start pinning it, and then I'll start suggesting other stuff like that. Oh man! Or you it can, can be dangerous too, because I'd be like, "Wow, I really want this," and then it's like, hella expensive or like very DIY, and I'm like, "I can't do Jack S," so I'm gonna have someone hired to do why it for you me. Your friend Vicky, no. Yeah, yeah. I, there was one that it was a bunch of DIY, and I was like, they were putting like millions of flower pots and candle things for the the table center pieces, like the night before the wedding. She's like, "Okay, one down, twenty to go," and I was like, well, "That's not too bad." It depends on depends so on how much. complex it is. It looked pretty complex, and, okay. but not that great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because, like, also, mind you, I did uh, horticulture in high school, so I made a oh, fair yeah. share of floral arrangements. I yeah, made corsages and boutonnieres. So it's like I kind of – and, you know, when you go to Mexican events, I think I've talked about this, how there's, like, the godmother of the venue, godmother of this. So my mom and I have been, quote-unquote, godmothers of certain things. Like, we provided this as oh, a gift. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, uh, a, so, it's, a, it's a village. Yeah, it takes but. a village mentality. So I have made – my mom has made for, like, a both a 
table decoration slash it wasn't the only table decoration I should say um also it's one of those uh like keepsakes or memento what are they called uh parting gifts no oh yeah yeah, yeah. wedding gift yeah like or, but like what people can take with them yeah 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 I think there's another term for it um party favor that's what it is uh so she crocheted a crap ton for my cousin's quinceanera uh so she took salt shakers and she crocheted like a cute little dress to it Oh, super extra, but super cute. But like, it's very popular. I've seen it. I've been to many uh, events where that's a thing. Yeah. So that sounds so adorable. It's super adorable. My friend asked me what my little wedding, what are they called? Wedding? What'd you say? Party gift is going to be. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I had to warn my cousin. If you're, (laughs) I could say this because I know my family and I know my community of Mexicanos. And I told her, just a heads up, most of the time when you put like a table centerpiece on the table, it's usually handmade, like for Mexican families. Like, oh. like even like the, the little salt shakers my mom made, those are handmade. So it is, it's implied that at the end of the party, you can take one. Why do we do this? I don't know, because then you have it in your house and sometimes these aren't even that cute and you have like a very specific themed like decoration in your house like it looked good on the table at the party doesn't look great on yours on like the well, center of your table wouldn't it die if it was like alive um like if it was flowers and stuff uh sometimes like sometimes they're not flowers oh. uh sometimes they're other stuff like well, and i don't who know would end up getting it at the table like like it, like it just what whoever if everybody grabs it. wanted it like i mean if you know you go to another table and hopefully nobody took that one it's just oh. it's just a weird thing yeah, uh, and unless so, it's like super cool. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just like it's it's just habit. Like I remember we walked out with a lot of those because at the end of it, like, what are they gonna do with them? They're not gonna do anything with them. And it'd probably like, be rude if you didn't take it. Yeah, it's like thirty of them, right? So I asked my cousin. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, are you? Are those? Are the florists? Like, she said something about the centerpieces. I'm like, are the is the florist providing that? And is she giving it to you or are you renting it? She's like, I think we're renting it. I'm like, so. Just know that our Make family sure. might take them. And it's like, that is a thing. And I had it because so this cousin, she didn't spend a lot of time when we were in our youth growing up with the Mexican side of her family because she was raised mostly by her mom. Oh, so I had to warn her at Mexican wa- weddings, quinceañeras, everything. If it's on the table, it, they may think it's up for grabs. Was she like, oh, she's like, <sighs> yeah, I need to talk to my my uh my wedding planner and my um my florist <laughs> yeah because i think she said her wedding planner was like go- like she's like it's the best investment and by the way that she could have done because on her wedding day she doesn't have to do anything and she's like i don't want my bridesmaids or groomsmen to do anything like she is like my cousin wanted as a gift to us we are getting our hair and makeup done oh she's like i don't want you guys to work or anything on the day of my wedding Wow, isn't that y'all's job? <laughs> well, that's what I thought too. It's just to kind of spend time with her, you know, help her get ready, but like work in the sense of setting up everything oh. or taking everything down at the end of the night when we're all drunk. Got it. Yeah, I mean, shouldn't there people be people to help her do that? Right, exactly. So that's why she hired people. Oh, instead that's of good. instead of having us do it, which I mean, like I'm I'm cool either way if she tells us ahead of time because I've been to uh, a wedding before where. Everyone left literally after the first dance. What? Yeah. Oh, no. It was after the... I think they cut the cake and then everyone left. Like, pretty much. Was it a terrible wedding? I mean, honestly, 
without getting too it. deep. It's in, fine. No, without getting too deep into it, I feel like a lot of people that this family knew, like both, actually both, like the both marrying parties, they're kind of insufferable. <laughs> so it was a terrible wedding. Like the wedding itself was beautiful. Or the people there were terrible. Yeah. So I feel like the couple getting married, like the husband's insufferable. Like the the wife, she she knows a lot of people and has made a lot of friends over the years. But I feel like they just got tired of her crap, kind of like I did. Yeah. Uh, and so they were there more out of obligation because oh. they were from a small town and everyone knew them. And everyone knew the parents, so they felt like they had to go. Because yeah. literally after that, like everyone booked it. Like there was nobody left. And I feel like even if a wedding though was popping, if like if, if yeah. you didn't like the people, but the wedding is dope, like why wouldn't you just stay though? It really wasn't that free great. music, free drinks. Like, after everyone ate, we had to like move all the tables to dance. Oh, they didn't have people to do that. No, it was like a teeny tiny like wedding, which I mean that's fine and everything, but like I thought like the way she made it seem like these people are like lifelong friends and everything. Like I would have stayed the entire time, but I got I had to stay because everyone left. So it was me, another bridesmaid, but she was drunk. And then one other person and her mom, like after everyone left, we were the only ones there and we had to clean it up before the next morning. First of all, that's your mistake for not being drunk because that's always the best excuse to not be much help. Well, I also didn't have a place to stay that night because it was uh, it was kind of far. So my goal was to leave and then just get the hell out of there. That sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I was like, I had she told me, hey, can people or ask, can somebody, can people make sure that they stay behind to help my mom? Or make sure that it's clean. Sure. But I had no idea that that was happening. So I didn't leave until like midnight. Mind you, the well, party. I'm going to say like just be prepared to help your cousin. I know she oh, says yeah. like I don't want you guys to help. But like at the end of the day, you're oh, kind no, of that's... there to help. So. Right. Like, I mean, or that's... just get faded enough to where your cleaning <laughs> is terrible and they don't want your help. Uh, they're, the, the venue they booked at, they have uh, people cleaning and stuff like that. But if Good. something happens like, hey, somebody needs to run to the store for this. Like, yes, definitely we'll do that. Yeah. Um, but the idea is we're not going to unload all this stuff on you last second like that happened. That's good. Which I thought well, was that's very a, sweet of her. that's a prepared bride. Yes. It was very sweet of her. And, like, she's adorable. And, uh, like, my uncle apparently is uh, gifting for the wedding uh, hotel rooms for all the bridal party. Wow. That's so nice. Like, just for that night because it's, uh, like, there's, I think he gifted, like, ten rooms. Whoa. Is it in Seattle? Uh-huh. We might have to, yeah, it's in Seattle. We might have to, like, like bunker up or something, but... That's so nice. The, you probably have like a bridal suite too, yeah. where you guys so can all like get, get together ready and... and relax, and then yay! I yeah. can maybe apparently she uh, she's going to have a new stepbrother in law, who she I she know. had texted who her fiance when we were hanging out recently, and she's just like, hey, so Vicky and your stepbrother, ah! he's like, you know what? I see it. Do you think he's hot? I, she couldn't. She didn't have any pictures of him because he doesn't have social media. Because of course. Oh, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> That's always. My freaking Does she think life. he's cute? Yes. I think she found a picture, like a somebody posted of him, but it was like when he wasn't expecting it. So he was okay. not looking good. So she didn't show me. So I was like, okay, that's fair. <laughs> right, well, I'm interested to see if, if you'll like it. So I'm like, maybe I'll hook up on your wedding. <laughs> hey, that's like always the dream. Is he a groomsman? I don't remember. Maybe that's always the, that's always like, oh, there's a hot bridesmaid and there's a hot groomsman and they hook up the night off. Oh, that'd be it's awesome. like in a movie. We're ordering our dresses soon. We got our tickets to the bachelorette party. That's so fun. It's going to be here so fast. I know. Like I'm surprised you guys don't have your dresses already. So we were waiting literally till this week. 
we're ordering them because side note, if anybody else is getting married or playing an event that you all need dresses for, this is actually a pretty cool site. I don't know if you've heard it. It's called like at Azazi. Oh, that's where I got my, yeah, I've gotten mm-hmm. a few dresses from there. And even like wedding dresses on there aren't super expensive either. I know, like, mine was, like, a hundred and something. Yeah, mine's going to be, like, 115 or something like that. Um, And you can, like, quote, unquote, like, rent to try on dresses. They're, like, 10 bucks or something. So they'll send them to you. You can try it on, see if it fits you. Oh, that's nice. You can do a free cut. Like, not free, but you can get a custom dress uh, to your size for no additional cost. But the idea is that we all are planning our orders at the exact same time. They want you to do it that way so that they are dyed because they dye the fabric. Um, They dye the fabric at the same time. So it's all the same consistent color. Oh, we just like, let's say we wanted like candy apple. We all just got like a candy apple dress. That's what I thought we were going to do. But she's like, it even says though in the instructions, if you're part of a group, try to do it all at the same time. Because you can even say, hey, I'm a part of, you know, the Sarah Shea group. Oh, hey. And then you all order at the same time so they can make sure that the color is fairly consistent. That would suck if you got the same color and it's not the same mm-hmm. shade. Right. Exactly. So it's like, okay, so I, I already picked my dress out. Are you guys able? Yeah, able to. She just is going to choose the color and you guys can choose whichever yep. one you want. Which That's cool. I think is awesome. Do you think you'll have bridesmaids? I don't know. I keep going back and forth with that. When I visited my friend this past weekend, she was like all asking me about it too. And I was like. She's like, am I going to be a maid of honor? Oh, she was like, it. I should, one of my other friends we were with was like, I'm not going to be offended if I'm not one. And she, the friend that I was visiting was like, I'll be very offended if I'm not one. And not a like, bridesmaid or maid of honor? We were just talking about bridesmaids. Oh, okay, I haven't even thought about maid of honor if I, have, oh. if I even have bridesmaids. Danny. But, no, I'm just kidding. One, it's funny, too, because <laughs> I don't have any sisters and mm-hmm. my fiance has no sisters because her maid of honor was her sister just because, you know, she was like, it really should have been you. You did way more, but... You know, I get it. Kind of has to be your sister. I mean, if you it, like your sister, it, I guess. Luckily, like in my cousin's case, I asked, "Is your sister going to be your maid of honor?" She's like, "I love my sister, and we're really close." But like, especially in their youth, because her sister grew up in a different state, basically. Yeah. Uh, she chose like her longest friend to be, and her sister her maid was of cool honor. With that. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, as long as her sister's cool with it. And she, well, sis- yeah, and if her you're sister's not really like young and stuff too, so it's like okay, I don't. Well, yeah, how much are you pressure. really going to be? Yeah, you know, but. Yeah, but I have no sisters, and my fiance has no sisters, so I'm kind of like, well, I don't have any obligation to anyone then. Ooh. Not that I would even care if I, if you were my sister and I hated you, you're not going to be in my freaking wedding. Let's get real. But you're not even getting an invite. Actually, maybe yeah. you might get an invite only so I can get a present. <laughs> if I really didn't like you, you ain't getting an invite. Uh, I don't care if you're blood or not. I just thought of something. But yeah, we'll see. I don't. I have no idea. I just have to Jay my Rose. guy too and see if he wants. Groomsman? And if he did, like, how many would he want or how, you know, because I I want them to have the same amount. That irritates yes. me. Oh, I the, really the hope... wedding that was really crappy that I went to, they were uneven amounts. And I'm like, well, of course, because the groom, is, insu- the groom is insufferable. I'm like, of course you don't have that many. Like, you don't have really? enough friends. Oh, it sounds like the bride was insufferable, too. I'm surprised she had that many. I feel like everyone just did it out of commitment. Well, and it's, like, kind of awkward if somebody asks you and you don't like want to be but they're asking you and you feel like you have to been there yeah it's kind of like do not recommend I mean I am part of one and I'm very excited and I love her and I'm happy to be uh but I was very shocked that she asked me to be (laughs) Hmm. but you know I mean she has a lot of kids and I guess has friends but not that many or not that many close ones you know like I'm the only one that lives in state gotcha so I'm like of course I will be you know but I'm also like but I'm kind of surprised 
But uh, yeah, I think that's the the tricky part. Like in my head, I always kind of plan it out, like who I would want to be a bridesmaid if that's what ends up happening. Um, but I even told like my best friend um, when but when she got engaged, I'm like, look, or even before she got engaged, I'm like, look, I. If you ask me to be a bridesmaid, I would love it. And I will do whatever you need me to do. Need me to cover up my tattoos? I will cover up my tattoos. Whatever Ew, you need. You would not have friends like that. <laughs> I wouldn't. Luckily, I have awesome people who love me for who I am. But that just shows the level of dedication I have. Like, I even I even offered that for my cousin for her wedding. Granted, I didn't have as many tattoos as I do now that are visible. But I had a giant back tattoo. And I was like, I know our family's more conservative. And you're worried about anything. I will, I will yeah. cover it up for you. And she's like, no, don't care. That being said, I said, however, I know how this how stressful this can get between feeling obligated to have certain people in your wedding or not or whatever. Yeah. So she had like her stepsister was I think maybe one or both her stepsisters. She doesn't have any actual blood sisters. So like one or two of her stepsisters. And then she had like her oldest friend, like she knew longer than I had. And then her other oldest friend, which is now becoming like one of my really good friends too. Um, It's like we're the little trio now. (laughs) And then like, I think, oh, her sister-in-law. But this so you is, weren't part of it. So I wasn't part of it. Like I was literally like if her husband had gotten one more groomsman, I would have been it. Does she wish you were a part of it now that you guys and, are so close? Oh, yeah. Like we actually had this conversation recently. She's like, I love my stepsister, but she has her own life going on. I very rarely talk or see her. Yeah. And same with like one of the other friends, like one of her older friends, like not older, but oldest friends. It's like they're they're. I don't really talk or communicate with them very often. We're not as close as like I thought we would stay being. And it's not that, like, they purposely dropped off when you get married. It's just that's how life goes. You can't yeah. like, expect it to happen, you know, that you're going to be friends forever. Like, close, close friends. I'm not saying that they're not friends still, but. I think about that with, like, all the pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we better stay friends for a long time if I'm getting these professional pictures and you're going to, you know. But I mean, and I it- also think about, like, who, who, what group would have a great effing time? <laughs> like, even, like. Yeah, I'm close to you and we talk, but like we might not talk as much as this person and I, but like you and I have a freaking great, like it would be so, like I think about that too. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I might know this person forever, but like, I mean, we talk here and there, but like she has her own life and I never, you know, Mm -hmm. I also think about, okay, well, what group would be just a dope time? Cause there's like a lot of things like. I mean, if if I do the whole meal deal and like that, right. they're gonna have to be a part the of the bachelorette party and all the if other. If I different go things. wedding shopping, my bridal mm-hmm. party, engagement, like you know, which right. is also like a lot of pressure. <laughs> it it and is especially if you bring everybody out. out. <laughs> um, just order online from Wish or something. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah. and then I'm and then my my crazy like wanting the even amount of people. I'm like, okay, definitely has to everyone have have to have the same color for sure, but. Would I want everyone to actually have the same style too? Because I am that crazy. Also, I am that I know. crazy. I, know. I don't you care like everything. What kind of body order. types y'all have? I don't care if it doesn't look good on one person, but looks good on the other one. I want you guys all to look exactly the same. So that's like, why we're gonna be see like, myself going crazy. No, thank you. <laughs> well, okay. Well, they yeah. would. Well, they wouldn't know. I need. I wouldn't need to warn everyone who I ask before. But right. I'm hoping because, like, I've seen pictures where like they have all different styles, and I notice it, but. It doesn't look horrible as long as no. everyone has the same color. And it doesn't look nearly as probably great as everyone having the exact same dress. But I do. What I love, though, right now, the trend I've seen is like the dresses don't have to be either. They are the same style, but in different 
shades, like especially jewel tones for like a fall oh. wedding. So it's mm. like that deep red, deep green, deep purple. And I freaking Maybe if I, those are like your three colors of your wedding or something. No, yeah, they definitely are all colors with the within the wedding. Okay. Um and I think that's just gorgeous. Or they do different dresses, but in the same family of colors. So you feel like you're still in the same palette. I think that's so pretty. Oh. But I definitely understand like everything has to be in its place. And if it just like if it if it's just like an inch off, it just uh, I understand yeah. you, Sarah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so we can probably do this one really quick. Okay. So we had recorded, obviously not in the last two weeks, because of technical difficulties and then having the day off. But the week prior, we were going to record an extra podcast for you. And more technical difficulties. Won't get into not it right fault. now. But we had started to. And I wanted to kind of go back and reread it we didn't actually sarah didn't read the i uh, didn't get to hear the end but it was one of those am i the a-hole stories Ooh! so we've been talking about fiancés and weddings and all this stuff like really awesome oh partners really good human beings yes this girl's wondering if her if she was the a-hole in this relationship or was her partner oh hmm. so she explains my boyfriend is six feet tall he is 229 pounds. So he's a big boy. Big boy. I am five foot six and 120 pounds. So she's, you know, average size and in shape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So from a medical standpoint, my boyfriend is obese. And I'm a fairly normal weight. I really don't mind his weight. He was obese when I met him, and that wasn't a problem for me. He has struggled for his weight for many years and constantly talks about wanting to lose weight, but he never actually diets or exercises. Mm. Again, not a huge deal for me, but I try to be supportive and offer him advice and general encouragement whenever he discusses his desire to lose weight. An occasional point of contention between us is he has the tendency to offer me diet advice. Oh. For example, he says, you shouldn't drink those, those things. They're full of hidden calories, like referring to her smoothies. Oh. Or, or when I do strength training, he says, You'll just gain weight because you'll put on too much muscle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's like, it's annoying because nutrition and fitness are actually big passions of mine. And I'm not an expert by any means, but I've done several courses and I feel like I know more than the average person. Plus, I feel that I can demonstrably show that I can manage my own weight. So I don't like that he constantly feels the need to give me advice. That's so rude. It's not only rude, because it's, but it's also you're... I don't know if you're a hypocrite or you're just stupid. I don't know. So this past weekend, so things get bad. Oh, a little spicy. He and I met up with a few of his mates at a beer garden. At some point, the guys were talking about their experiences with online dating. My boyfriend said that he had used Tinder before meeting me, but he deleted it because they were, quote, too many desperate fat chicks. Oh. He said this in such a disgusted, dismissive way. That I genuinely saw red for a second and just blurted out, seriously, you're going to criticize fat chicks? <laughs> there was a really long, awkward pause. And then one of his friends made a joke and the conversation sort of moved on. Oh, awkward. But my boyfriend didn't speak to me for the rest of the evening. He texted me the next day to say that I was incredibly rude and disrespectful to comment on his weight, especially in front of his friends. Mm -hmm. He says he thinks he wants a few days away from me to decide whether or not he can forgive me. Wow, dramatic. 
I agree it was rude to call him out in front of his friends. But I also think what he said was obnoxious and borderline sexist. I've apologized to him, but I'm not sure I'm genuinely the a-hole here. Am I the a-hole? So before oh. I read you comments. This is a tough one. This has got a lot of layers. All right. I think he's the a-hole first for calling you out for calories or this, that, and the other. I feel like... In if, general, before this comment. Yeah, before the comment. If the person doesn't want advice about losing weight or gaining muscle or hasn't said to their partner, like, hey, like, let me know if I'm eating something that's probably too much caloric for my meal or mm -hmm. something. If they haven't, if she never told him that, like he should never be butting into right. that, like at all. It sounds like she's healthy and she actually like knows her stuff better it's, than he does. It's a, it's very much when people use the term mansplaining, he's literally, that is what he's doing. He's trying to explain something that he knows nothing about to somebody who knows what they're, like a woman who knows what she's doing and talking yeah. about. Well, and I think it could go either way too. You know, mm -hmm. like if I, if, my boyfriend might be a little overweight and if he has never told me he wants to lose weight or anything and I'm like, oh, babe, do you know how many calories are in that slice of pizza? Mm -hmm. Like, no, that's that's rude. That's very you didn't rude. ask for that. Like, unless he's like, help me out, then right. I would be like, babe, don't eat that effing pizza. It's 335 calories. Like, what are you doing? Right. right. And then like, he seems like the kind of like it, that's the frustrating part where he, someone is bitching about something, but they're not doing anything about it. And that can get on people's nerves. Like, that's my thing I had to realize, I'm like, if I'm going to bitch about something, I either have to be doing something about it or just shut up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think, I think he was rude there. And then the instant with his friends and him, <sighs> I'm all about like, that's some, that's something I would do. And that's something I would probably say. Wait, just the, like, the, the fat chick comment or call him out? No, call him out. Yeah. If I just saw red and blurted it out. But I actually kind of do think it was rude. Right. I think if it wasn't in front of his friends, you know, maybe they could have actually had like an actual conversation about it. But I actually think she was upset about the comments he made about the random mm -hmm. quote unquote fat bitches on dating sites. But that was probably really embarrassing for him, you know. Yeah. Although there's times where people need to be called out and they're not going to learn unless they well, and like, that's, that's how, guys how some talk. People, that's, that's how yeah. guys. I mean, honestly, that's how women talk with other women. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God, look at his face. That's so whack. He has a nice body, but his ears are so big. Like we do the same things like right. guys call. Unfortunately, call, you know, there's a, maybe a bunch of quote unquote fat bitches on Tinder and he's with his dudes and his girl that he probably thought would I, he could talk to in front of. So. I mean, I don't think his guys would have called him out if, you know, if she was or wasn't there. They would probably be like, oh, yeah, dude, you're right. There are like that's not really, you know, I think it's just uh, in my mindset, because like I'm not going to lie, sit here and lie and be like, I've never been rude to somebody behind their back based on their looks or like, I don't think I, I don't think I have done it in person where I wasn't provoked. Some girl was really mean to me in middle school until I finally snapped. Well, I mean, back. like he he but, she felt provoked. So right. she. That, wanted but, to defend the people on tinder or whatever like that being said though like when i do find myself around people that are constantly like hammering like being super negative and rude about people like that like why like why why like when i do see a guy like where i don't necessarily find him attractive like i i try to make it a point not to crap all over him like yeah like whether it's even with my girlfriends like i try it's like a, a mantra i started a few years ago where i don't try to 
put that out in the universe. Put that negativity out in the universe. Like no, you're saying it out loud. You're so in trying my... to make yourself a better person, which I think is great. Right. But unfortunately, especially with dating sites, no. and it's literally just one swipe. You can see a bunch of pictures mm-hmm. and immediately criticize. And it's I'm... kind of like what we live in now. Right. And I, it, like, I think it's just like one of those things that I'm trying to promote, at least with like my friend groups and people. It's like, is that necessary? Is that how? Like, I mean. At the end of the day, like, you're going to say or do things the way you want to say or do them. But it's just like, what if we did it differently? Which I agree. And I agree yeah. if, that hurt, if that hurt this girl so much, she mm-hmm. probably should have had a private conversation with him right. and said, listen, like, I don't like when you call fat bitches fat, especially because, right. like, you don't really have a place to talk. Like, you're or, a bigger dude, or bitch, too. Or like, women bitches. <laughs> well, well, some yeah. People, some people don't like that, which, I mean, I yeah. call us bitches, but. I, I do, too. I don't. But like everyone, everyone's a little different, but I'm, I, yeah. I'm more of that mindset. So in my head, like, especially if you're dating somebody and it's like, I, and I don't know what their, how their interactions were beforehand. I feel like she's just kind of try to be super supportive and nice to him this entire time. And he's just like, bar, 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 bar. and he kind of sounded entitled when he was like, you need to apologize to me. I don't know if I can forgive you. It's like, well, I'm just trying to think like if I was with my girls and my guy said kind of like a comment like that, like. That he's probably very insecure about that. That's oh, probably yeah. like his biggest insecurity. So I could see like him being very upset about it. But it need it needing to have a deeper conversation. Right. Like if she really doesn't like him saying that about women, then I mean either he needs to stop or she just can't be around her him and the dudes. Like So let's see what people have to say. Well, what do you think? Do you think she was the a-hole or not? Um, do I think what she said was rude? Yes. Do I think he deserved it? I'm like, he seems kind of like a piece of us anyways. Just like an annoying, not so much. Okay. Maybe piece of us is too much. I think he's just. (laughs) You're just talking about like how we should treat people nicely. (laughs) No, but I mean like the way he treats her, the way he, um, like is mansplaining constantly, the way he kind of acts superior in order to hide the fact that, you know, he's obviously insecure and just being rude about it. Like it. I get it. Like, like we all have our issues and traumas. It doesn't mean you have to be rude or mean. So I feel like he was rude and mean first multiple times, and I feel like she finally snapped. But there's, okay. it, it shouldn't be a tip for tap though, should it? I don't think. Uh, I, if she, I think that if she, it wasn't like, uh, like should she have done it then and there? No, but it came out. It 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 happened. She didn't. I don't think she meant to. I think it just. When you see red, you say some dumb. So do you think she needs to apologize or not? I think she technically did. She said, look, I'm sorry I said it then and there, but she wanted to know, like, because he was like, oh, I need to know if I can forgive you. She's like, okay, well, okay, am I, am I really the a-hole They need here? a deeper conversation. So They're both it, the a-hole. So the different, opinion. different, like, pe- so people had different comments, and then there is, like, an update to the story. So I love updates. So one person says, uh, I was so ready to be with the alternative ju- judgment, but you are not the a-hole. Because when she read the first little line, because she co- like she said something like, like oh, commented yeah. about his weight in front of his friends. It's like, maybe you could have phrased it differently, but I'm not surprised you were gob- gobsmacked at the audacity and the double standard. He's allowed to prefer a type, but as you say, the disgust in which he expressed it would have upset me too. I think that was, I think, the big part of it too. It's like, if he said something like, oh yeah, just... Too many fat chicks, whatever. Like, okay. Like, that, that, I feel like it feels differently than, uh, there's just, uh, so many fat chicks. Like, there is a tone, right? There, yeah, yeah, but I also feel like it's, it's an, it's a negative thing no matter how you say it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, somebody else says, his argument to me is that as his girlfriend, okay, so this is her uh, thing she was saying, uh, not the main update I was referring to, but this is another update. Okay. Uh, his argument to me was saying that as his girlfriend, I shouldn't mention his weight or anything demeaning about him in public, which I agree with to a certain extent. It probably came off across as I were trying to belittle him in front of this his guy friends. But the way he said it just really upset me on a personal level, especially in the context of his constant diet advice to me. I don't think he should be ashamed of his weight, but sometimes I feel like he's completely oblivious to it. Uh. Uh, and then somebody else comments, not the a-hole. While apologizing probably was the right thing to do, this guy gaslights you severely at every turn. It sounds like pure chaos. It might be the best to move along at this point. Let him yeah. have his pathologies about weight and find someone who isn't healthy to share them with. Yeah, find somebody who isn't healthy and he can tell them how to live their life diet-wise. <laughs> he sounds like a bully and an a-hole. And while I'm sure he has some good qualities, you haven't described any here. Even his incredibly wounded response to your understandable frustration is playing the ultimate victim. Um, and she does say he definitely has amazing qualities, but I feel like his negative ones really come out in relation to his weight. And it's what he's the most insecure about. And I also know for the fact that he would leave me if I ever gained weight. Part oh. of why I thought I am an a-hole is specifically because I know how sensitive he is about his weight, especially when it comes to how other people view him. But I'm just genuinely shocked by what he said and that I just blurted out the retort. Like that would, that's kind of like an awful feeling. Like, yeah, you want to look good for your partner, but like life's going to happen. Like something awful can happen. You can go to a depressive episode and balloon oh, up 50 I, I pounds tell, yeah i like, tell my man all the time like you better still love me when i'm pregnant and have yeah, your children exactly like, this buddy ain't always gonna look this good that and that's the thing you want like you want somebody that's gonna love you for every stage of your life but that is why like a part of the reason like i'm so on my like trying to work out and be healthy mm -hmm. though because i want him to find me attractive always and i want to mm -hmm. find myself attractive but like and god I, forbid I like type. you go through like a depressive episode you balloon up 50 pounds like, you want to be with somebody that's going to support you to get back down to your goal weight while you're going through this horrible yeah, time that's sure. your idea right for sure it's like but oh, i would also want him to desire me and want my oh, yeah. bad day but when you're depressed you don't really care about much <laughs> Uh, somebody else is not the a-hole. It wasn't borderline sexist. It was sexist. I guess in his mind, men are the only ones allowed to comment on weight. Time away may be the best thing. It will allow you to assess if you want to waste years with a hypocrite. Somebody else is not the a-hole. Guys do this all the time. Like, it's okay if they're obese, but they expect women not to be even a little overweight. Wow. So I don't, like, agree with any of these people. Right. I agree. It probably wasn't the best time or place to make such a comment, but I, I too, absolutely hate Hate it when fat or overweight men get mad if fat women show interest in them or also call those women desperate when they probably were only matching with thin women who, guess what, due to the rampant fat phobia in society, probably said the same thing about fat men as he did about fat women. So she's like, probably the women looking at you on Tinder are thinking the same thing. Are all these commenters females? I don't know. It doesn't say. Oh, I would be very curious. Uh, he doesn't have to be attracted to fat people, but he also doesn't have to be so incredibly gross about it either. So in that case, I'm just going to go with not the a-hole because you said what you needed to say. Um, someone says, sounds like he's projecting, he's disgusted with himself and projects that disgust onto others. The audacity of him being mad at you for talking about his weight the when audacity. he constantly criticizes your, you about your weight and your diet techniques is unreal. I think um, it should have just been a personal, a, a private conversation. Yeah. I don't think it should have been called out in front of his friends. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I... 
I understand how people talk. I can, and I'm, I'm no angel. And I, you know, mm-hmm. like you and I have talked about people's looks before on the internet on whatever, mm-hmm. like I've taken my friend's phones and swiped left and right. And mm-hmm. they've shown me, Oh my God, look at that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's just, unfortunately it's part of a human right. to quote, judge people essentially yeah. good or bad. And like at the end of the day, it's like, I'm not like, like for example, for me, like I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I am not super stick thinny. Skinny. No one's everyone's stick, cup of tea. S- stick skinny. I am covered in tattoos. Like I know I'm not, but I know I'm gonna be like the, the stupid little quote I see everywhere. I'm somebody shot of whiskey. Like, oh like, yeah, I, I see the shot of tequila. Yeah. Like I'm somebody. Like I, I'm a taste for other people, and that's totally fine. Yeah, and but, as long as you love yourself, like. Right. Someone else will love you too. Shoot. But it kind of goes back to my mentality. I'm like, why Why are you saying such mean things about somebody you may or may not know? Like, I don't know. What, what, what is that because doing Because we love the world? to judge other people. Like, oh, my gosh. I know. It's just it's. It's just I, I don't know if it's how we all are, how our brain is, how the, like the moment your ex gets a new mm. girlfriend, what do you do? You immediately go to see if you were hotter or not. You, you mm. immediately go to see like critique or this, that and the other. Like, it's just something we do to it's, make ourselves I, not, feel better. And I'm not saying that we we shouldn't Which do it or can't do it because but... it's 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 natural because at the end of the day all we want to do is feel good and feel better about ourselves but so putting people down makes us feel better damn it yeah but like <laughs> does it really in the long I feel run like therapy tells you the opposite but in the long run does it really hmm um, um i love this person's sometimes. comment though it's like you're not the a hole sounds like you could lose some weight though 229 pounds to be exact oh as in the boyfriend oh! Like, oh, because he's the baggage. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's good. Uh, update. Yes. Yeah, we broke up. I feel lighter. Ooh. That's it? Yeah. Wow. I wonder if this was like the final straw. I think so. Like, this I is think, what did it. I think reading all these comments and realizing, you know what? I'm sick of this. Why am I with this person that I know? I wonder if he uh, or if she gave him this whole like thread I as like so. a parting gift. I hope so. I know that's epic. Good for her though. Yeah, like, and maybe he'll find um, someone on a skinny, Tinder. A skinny girl <laughs> who likes <laughs> making. Uh, hey, there's fun someone of other that people. loves everyone out there. Exactly, that is for sure. Doesn't matter your kink, your type, or whatever. Either it's it's out there. That being said, I any any advice for Sarah for wedding planning is always appreciated, especially yeah, tips to make I'm it cheaper. I'm gonna need it for the next like 800 years. I feel like because <laughs> at this point. <laughs> It's uh, not gonna happen till we're in the grave. Just kidding. Fiance's forever. Uh, oh, that has a nice ring to it, actually, though. The F and F. Don't give me any ideas, Vicky. No, I know. Uh, but also, I want to know what you guys think on this situation. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm the only one that actually thinks she's an a hole. I think he is too, but I think she is too. Okay, yeah. Like, was she in the right? Like, what do you guys think? Like, and I know, like, there's guy talk, there's girl talk, and I'm a little bit, I'm more in the minority in the sense of like, this is just my own personal journey I've taken about being more positive. And honestly, I have that bride I talked about earlier to to blame or to thank. The one that you hated her wedding, but you didn't yeah. want to say you hated her wedding because you're so nice now. Yeah. <laughs> the one where Perfect. I got it's working obviously the, the one where I got stuck doing all these things and was the only one left um I realized how negative she was and like she aired this sense of confidence about her always like everything she did like she knew she was hot s you know was she though no uh but then the amount of like crapping on people she did to make oh. herself feel better. And she yeah. never worded, never did it to like, it never looked like she was doing it to make herself feel better. 
she just warded it like just she was always a mean girl and I was like why am I friends with you like well, you don't like mean girls have that kind of arrogance about them yeah which is odd but it's probably all fake they yeah, just it is just to cover up their insecurities because then I started really realizing like thinking because sometimes we just agree with people because it's easy like, oh, yeah, no, you're right. But then I actually started listening to what she was saying and actually looking like when she'd make comments about a random person on the street, like a random chick that was in the waiting room with us at, you know, the getting our while I was getting my oil changed. It's like, oh, my God, like she looks like A, B and C. She doesn't look good at all. And I'm like, she's actually really cute. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe like <laughs> she her, actually looks better than us. What are you yeah, talking like about? Maybe, maybe her t- like her technique or her execution wasn't like 100 percent, but like it's her thing. It's her jam. She probably feels great in it. Like, or even, like, the same comments when people are like, oh, eat a sandwich, you're too skinny. It's like, I mean, are they skinny or are they skinnier than you? Mm. That's how I view it now. Because, like, I used to be that person and be like, oh, my God, eat a sandwich. Like, I wouldn't say it in anybody's face because I hate starting fights. Um, <laughs> but I would always, I'd, I'd let that out in the universe. And it's like, why? And I'm like, look at her. Is she skinny or is she busting her ass hours and hours and hours a week at the gym? Look at those abs. Like, that does not mm. happen by accident. Yeah. Like, no, she like that is work. That is putting in the right fuel in your body and working out. So in my head, I do this thing whenever I feel like I want to think of something negative towards somebody, like judge somebody based on something. I sit there and I think, is this because I feel insecure? And if that is the case, I in my head, I know it's really silly, but it, it, it helps with my positivity. <laughs> my positivity. I, I, I compliment them in my head. What if it's it's not like what if you really just don't like what they're wearing? Like, Do you still compliment them? Do you find something neg- yeah, or yes. positive to say? Yes, because I have a friend, uh, another friend who is the opposite of this person, and I'll give her a shout out. Her name is Melissa, not the one that, used to, that was on the podcast. Another Melissa. Melissa. We were out to, for breakfast one day, and there's this woman who came in, and the outfit was a little like odd, right? It was like a white suit jacket, and like a long, like what what a suit skirt would be, but long, and had a slit up the side, and her hair was made up to be like two thousands prom style. Okay. It just looked very out of place. You can tell they just came from church. But even then, like, that felt like a very odd, like, choice for church and, like, the yeah. whole setup. And I was, like, I was looking at it. I'm, like, that's that's different. Like, I might have, like, this was before my positivity change. And I was just, like, that's a weird look. What, what the hell is she wearing? And my friend turned around and looked at her. And she looked at me and she said, look at her. Like, she's glowing. She's rocking it. She She feels comfortable, like. She's rocking it. She's rocking that look. Like, it may not be something I would wear mm. or maybe something that I would even consider looks nice. But the woman looked happy in it. She felt comfortable. Like, she was smiling. And so she had something positive to say. Like, maybe my friend actually really did like the outfit and would wear it herself. But ah. I really, like, I mean, maybe that was why she liked it. But I never really thought of it that way. It doesn't matter whether or not it looked good or not. It's how is she carrying herself? Is she happy? Is she, like, yeah. And so when I thought of that, I'm like, okay. Like, even if it's not something I would wear, I'm like, well, that's a weird looking dress. But, like, she's rocking it. She's glowing or she's pulling it together. And sometimes they're not. And that's like, okay, well. Let me try to think of something else positive to say. Uh... But, like, that's also, like, it's not coming from a place of insecurity or something either. Like, I I also have to keep that in mind. So there's, like, a lot of things that go along with it. But that's, like, in my head. I'm like, well, you know. Like, or if they're looking kind of sad or, you know, their outfit's a little weird. I'm like, you know what? They're probably going through a rough day. You know, like, hopefully their day gets better. Dang, girl, you're like an angel now. You need a halo and stuff. <laughs> you got some, you got some wings back there. Like, because yeah. I, uh, 
I mean, I'm very like, if someone looks better than me, I'm like, dang, they look better than me. I'm jealous. But you like, know what I mean? I mean but it's like, or if someone is wearing something whack, I'm like, dang, that person's wearing something whack. I hate that so much. Like, <laughs> like I mean, I, I'm still a lot of hate on, like, hate stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm not hating them for wearing it. I just may hate no. that article of clothing. I'm not going to say, wow, they're a dumb piece of crap because they're wearing that. No, no, Unless no, you're wearing no. a swastika or something, I will judge you for that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess there are some things that people and, actually judge a person on, but and I'm not usually it's just like yeah. an article of clothing or your hairstyle. Right. Or, or, you know, but like even stuff like face, your like your body, everything gets judged, and I know that. Um, but that's just like a thing I found myself becoming very bitter and very angry and just very just like mean girly, and I didn't want that. And that's just my own thing. I'm not doing it for anybody else. I just do it for me. So I don't know if uh, that may help somebody. Maybe that's a different way of thinking it. Different mentality. Because like I like especially my dad's side of the family. They're very they're they're what's the word? Catastrophizers. Oh. So it's literally like doom and gloom all the time. Yeah, like oh my god, the worst has happened. It's like what happened? It's like this person was in a car accident. It's like no, they ran into a car, like a parked yeah. car, like that kind of a thing. Like calm down, it Chill. wasn't a car accident. Everything's just so dramatic all exactly. the time. It's the end of the world all the time. Exactly. So yeah. it just, like, calm down, everybody. Chill out. There's Think plenty. of the positive Atay side of it. Otherwise, life just sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's honestly it. It's like, what's the what's the alternative here? No. Um, but like I said, would love to hear from you. I know that was very, art- like, not artsy-fartsy. But hey, very- it had been two weeks since we recorded one, so we had to just keep- well, I meant, no. like, my, my, my thing was Larry. What's what would you call it? Larry. <laughs> Silly. I don't know. But <laughs> cheesy. Cheesy. That's the word. Cheesy. I think well, that's the best Well, you're just so word. sweet now. You're just a nice little Vicky. Well, I've been doing so this. So you can be I've been, cheesy. I've been working on this for a couple of years now. I'm still a bitch, so sorry. But you're my bitch. <laughs> you're our bitch, Sarah. Hey. I still love that word. All Me right. too. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.